Yes. All right. <clears throat> Vicious. They hit them with a flower. And then they got set on fire. Synthetics are so vicious. He's reading off his phone, ladies and gentlemen. I, oh, I wrote that. Looks like that's not a bit. I, I worked on it. <laughs> Engage! It's not a bit. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, How are you? Uh, how are you doing in social social isolation? It's uh, it's very isolating. Yeah, it's it's not great. I gotta it's tell not, you, that's it's true. It's true. It's not I've, great or even good. It's been a week watching um various Netflix things. Um, R. Kelly is a monster. <laughs> yeah. Um. But now I've I've run out of the desire to watch Netflix. I've been binging on uh, ancient uh, texts that they used to call movies in the 21st century, Mr. Data. Jesus. And I, I've developed a, a, a fondness for one text in particular. Uh, would you believe that they made one of these uh, quote-unquote movies and they called it the boss baby (laughs) it's delightfully absurd mr data the baby can talk and he has the manner of a ceo it's wonderfully funny frank you are the boss baby Uh, all right do we want to talk about star trek yeah Yeah. i was talking about star trek (laughs) fuck you i was (laughs) Um, we are uh we watched star trek picard star trek picard at in arcadia ego part one season one star trek picard episode nine written by akiva goldsmith or directed by him yeah directed by him uh written by husband and wife duo michael shaban and ayelet waldman who were uh, his his wife Ayla Waldman is also a fairly uh, acclaimed novelist, and I could kind of see little bits of her writing here and there and here. It was very interesting. Yeah, it on. This one, this one was definitely a part one kind of episode. Yeah, and you uh, you sat yourself down, you strapped yourself in. You uh, waited for your computer to charge to full power, and then you press that launch button, and boom! Blast off! Action! Non-stop! Beginning to end! Roller coaster ride! Flying through space! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so when we arrive, La Sirena, the ship that they're on, has gone through the wormhole thing Mm -hmm. to Soji's homeworld of synthetics, uh, and... Whoopsie doodle! They're being followed by uh, Gaius Lannister, uh, Romulan Hugh Grant, mm-hmm. and it is him. We yes. yeah, we had some doubt, but now it's gone. Yeah, so he's following them, and he attacks them, and they fuck him up a little bit. And Picard is like, "Beam him aboard, even though he's injured. We cannot kill an injured man." <laughs> and they're like, "No, let's just fucking kill him." Uh, and the planet just starts uh, sending these giant flower things. Looked pretty cool. Yeah, that was that was fucking rad. Uh, to attack them, 
And then out of another wormhole comes the Borg Cube being piloted by Seven of Nine and uh, Space Legolas. Uh, notably, these Orkut planetary defense nets or whatever, they waft up and they hug your ship, but they also completely take all of the power offline and uh, you just kind of like crash in in a, in a dead stick, as they say in the astronaut business. And just land on the planet's surface. And the little little flower can't stop a big old Borg cube from crashing, so it crashes bad. And uh, Yeah. Oh, and crucially here, when the planet, uh, when the ship is knocked out by the big flower thing, uh, Picard experiences a bout of dementia, kind of, from the trauma, and they realize, oh, he's all fucked up. And uh, Dr. Gerardi, Allison Pill, scans him with an old scanner an old uh uh tng era uh medical scanner and she says look this scanner might be on the fritz but your brain looks like fucking shit dude like you look all <laughs> fucked up it looks like cottage cheese is leaking out of your ears dog what the fuck uh yeah uh they kept like having these pregnant pauses where, like, you wanted somebody to say something, and I kept, like, willing them on mentally just to say, erotic syndrome. But yeah. I think your theory holds true that they forgot what they named uh, <laughs> yeah. Space Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah, and they just forgot. I, just, um, I, I do believe that Triquarter is functioning f- fully. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how did you guys feel about the, the rest of the season? That they've done nothing with this. They did a little bit. When they did it, they introduced it at the beginning. He has that free, that weird mental freakout on the Borg cube. Is that part but of that, it? That was that was like the a Borg. Th- you know what I mean? They. Uh, I think you could argue it's a little bit. Yo, of thank you for making me realize that I wish they had sprinkled in throughout the season like little moments where he like goes oh my head and they're like are you okay and he's like oh yes i'm fine uh i I think justin i think what you wanted was um it to be like season one of succession when brian cox is just peeing all over the place yes yes i i wanted i wanted picard to go into uh 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 I wanted I wanted uh, him to just smash uh, Space Legolas in the face at his birthday party. <laughs> yeah, and then just start peeing <laughs> yeah. all over for no reason. That's a, a reference to season one of HBO's <laughs> Succession, folks. Great show, watch it. Great show. You should totally watch it. Tom, watch it. Um, so I believe we are on the planet, and let me say, this is an A-plus Star Trek planet. <laughs> it looks good. Yeah, it's just a fucking desert place with like an oasis that we'll get to. Yeah, it's California. It's it's California that they put stuff in, which is how you do Star Trek. It actually kind of reminded me if you guys remember the season one TNG planet, the sex planet. Yes. Oh, oh, I can never forget. It kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Yeah. So they vintage class M world mm-hmm. which means tom refresh my memory that means what that it's just habitable uh 
Yeah, Class M is just like, ah, we'll be fine. We don't need to spend money on spacesuit props. (laughs) Right, right. It just means you can go there. Yeah, no, we can just walk around outside. It's totally fine. We don't need to do shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They just need to come up for a reason why they didn't have spacesuits. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) So, so, So our crew uh, walks to the crashed board cube, is reunited reunited with Space Legolas and Seven of Nine, um, and then I think Picard gives a a speech about how, hey, listen, I'm fucking dying, but uh, if any don't of you, you treat fucking me, ask me about it. Yeah, everybody, fuck off, leave me, me, <laughs> leave me alone. If you treat me like a dying man, I'm gonna. You run the risk of seriously pissing me off. I like I like that, especially I like that too. With all the cursing in this season, it's we know the show can go far, and he could fucking curse, but that's as far as Jean Luc Picard will go. It's pretty good. You'll, I like. Don't that. tick me off. Yeah. Don't, don't you make me angry, Mister. <laughs> Uh, man. Uh, and, it's pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, and it it looks cool. It, it looks, uh, the Borg Cube, uh, crashed Borg Cube looks very, like, uh, uh Indiana the Jones of Moria. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know what kind of made me mad is there's this drop the line of, like, oh, poor Hugh, our good friend. We beloved him so much. It's yeah. just a shame that he died by violence. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. He was a really important character. Yeah, it's 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 fucked. It's fucked. I was um, watching some yeah. season one TNG. I mean, do you guys remember the episode where uh, Picard's consciousness becomes an energy cloud in space? <laughs> and then it, yes. like... He beams himself back onto the Enterprise and doesn't remember any of it. So, like, I do. Hugh dying. Yeah, whatever. I do. Yeah. Uh, yep. So we um. So I I they they then leave Seven and Space Legolas at the Borg Cube. It was they didn't have to go there, but they did for story reasons. Yeah. Um. And then they find the little oasis, and we see a new um, uh, synthetic, but she looks very uh, data-like in that she's got, like, gold eyes and, like, gold skin. Um, And we see there are many different kinds of uh, synthetics, uh, and I believe we're they're all hot. (laughs) They're all hot. Yes, Th- that new synthetic <laughs> lady. <laughs> Crucially, they are all hot, which means, and I'm not going to spoil who it is, but he's fucking them, right? Oh. <laughs> he's like, I'm kind of your dad, but I'm also fucking him. <laughs> well, well, I think we're right there because we are then introduced to Brent Spiner, uh-huh. non-data. Just, just that old guy, and let me say, yeah. it made me cry just to see him. Yeah. He was, <laughs> um, uh, he, he is playing the son of Doctor Nooney and Sue. Which, which, awesome, fine, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Um, he and he created data, but he had me, <laughs> Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Wait, why are you doing his voice? Because. Uh. I forgot uh, not yeah. to. 
Yeah, he uh, yeah he shows up and he's like, hey, I'm I'm Doctor Nooney and Soong Sun. I was Bruce Maddox's partner, and also fuck you, Allison Pill, for killing my partner and all of these people's dads. Yeah, you fucking yeah. bitch. You should be guilty for the rest of your life. <laughs> I I appreciated that because she's gotten off scot free so far, <laughs> more like, or less. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, another Allison Pill thing. Uh, um. <laughs> The, the way they resolve her arc is like, I'm never going to kill again now. Yeah, well, yeah, and and also they brought back uh, uh, some like sexual tension with uh, what's his name, uh, Rios, sexy Chris yeah. Rios. Yeah, and I was like, what even is any of this? <laughs> Look, it's appreciated by me because at least he's not uh, going hoity toity <laughs> when he's doing those scenes. <laughs> I'm though sure he, they're all though dead he, now. He he, he crucially, um, as they enter the planet, apparently has ripped his sleeves off of his shirt. <laughs> he has, which is good. Class M, <laughs> arms you, you out, suns out, suns yeah. out. Guns. You got to see those guns, baby. Um, hold on, but hold we on. are greeted. Shields up. <laughs> oh no! Wait, hold on. Nope. Set uh, phasers so, to guns. Gu- <laughs> yeah. There we are. Uh, so we are greeted by uh I gotta say it, a much a much sexier version of Soji. Yeah, right. Um, Interesting. Really? Like, far and away a much a sexier version of Soji. Oh she's now we know like, what Frank's into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's all well, she's all glitter and she's definitely meant to be. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, she's also like, her performance is like, I gotta say it, this is kind of the first time that actor uh, is sort of stretching herself a little bit. Yeah. Because she's, Soji and Dodge were just two versions of the same character. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's more or less a, a robot pretending to be normal. And there's yeah. really only so far you can go with that. So this, where the, like there's a little bit of like malevolence there, is mm-hmm. more interesting. Um, and so we get a line from Brent Spiner where he's like, uh, "She has uh, studied so much of Vulcan culture, and she's even taught herself how to do the Vulcan mind meld." <laughs> and so she <laughs> mind melds with uh, Doctor Gerardi to see the admonition because the theory is this was a thing that was meant for synthetics to see and the Romulans were never supposed to see it because they have human like humanoid brains they have non-synthetic mm. brains and it's just been driving them fucking crazy yeah so yeah it was, it was really fucking lame when we got to see like the unfiltered admonition it just like yeah. had straight up pictures of Brett's Brent Spiner's data and yeah. uh more footage of that fox deteriorating yeah. and it was just it was just lame and then uh there was the uh, a shot of uh charlotte gainsburg jerking off uh <laughs> willem dafoe willem dafoe yeah. with blood uh, spurting out and yep yeah it's a antichrist <laughs> ladies and gentlemen uh but yes so the uh the sexy soji robot sees the admonition uh and She's like, oh, so this whole time, the whole point of the admonition is synthetics fucking rock. And we are going to take over all of your shit because you guys suck and you can die. 
And the reason why you guys are going to try to wipe us out is you'll realize that we can't die or age or get sick and you're going to feel threatened. And there are other higher synthetic beings from beyond the stars that will call us into action if we reach this sort of tipping point that will uh, uh, cause you guys to try to get rid of us. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And then we get pervert Brent Spiner being like, now I'm trying to put my brain into this (laughs) robot body so that I can fuck my children forever. (laughs) Just flashes of his role in Independence Day. Uh, Yeah. Um, Can we talk about some of these other beings now? Mm Mm-hmm. The first non-Soji-esque uh, synthetic lady, uh, who's one of one of the two of them, gets killed, which brings up the Frank's thinks that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they have uh, <laughs> they have the gold skin and the golden eyes, like Data. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yet there are pairs of them, which implies that they are these newfangled, uh, fully organic synthetics. So, are are they are they fully organic like Soji? Are they gold skin, gold eyed Brent Spiners? Oh, I, I I took them to be like probably more advanced than Data. I I took them to be um past um attempts. Mm-hmm. And Soji and Dodge are the f- only fully uh, whatever. By the way, we find out that the sister of uh, Sexy Golden Dodge uh, is the uh, synthetic who uh, Rios' former captain iced uh, and that blew his brains out. Yeah, which which is. Which, when he was uh, recounting that fact, why didn't he um, uh, bring up that? It was obviously he, he, a robot. He did. <laughs> did he? He did. Oh, uh, well, then fuck this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. Uh, he did last episode. By the way, um, we need to issue a correction. Yeah. Because uh, uh, Justin uh, won't let it go. <laughs> yes. Well, well, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll take you through this. Uh, this episode proves that it, um, it didn't matter <laughs> um, because I had a theory based on it. But... I it was my um uh in that episode Rios you guys thought that the drawing was done by Rios and it in in the picture it was the two uh synthetics when in fact the male synthetic was the one who drew the uh picture and it was a picture of the Dodge sister and Rios now my theory was since we didn't see who the synthetic was that it was possibly uh the uh Hugh Grant but that was a dumb theory and I'm glad uh, <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> uh yes, and speaking of Hugh Grant Romulan, he mm-hmm. has uh been captured by the synthetics and he is mm-hmm. in one of their uh cells and he's asking for water. And he says, you don't give your prisoners water here? And one of the robot ladies is like, well, we've never had a prisoner. We're like, what do you guys do with your prisoners? And he has a good line where he says, yeah, let's change the subject. Uh, yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Um, yeah. 
I, so I like she, that whole scene between the two of them. Yeah, she agrees to give him food and water, and then uh, Soji comes up and is like, "You, you're a fucking little bitch. Your your dick small. I I don't like you, and I pity you. And the only thing I hate about myself is the fact that I pity you. Go fuck yourself, man." And he's like, "Yeah, you know what? I got like two. I have two hundred and what is it? Eighteen Romulans uh, coming coming after your ass." And uh, I think it's Rafi who has a good line is like, man, I wish we had 107 more flowers. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, and he's like, it's going to suck for you guys. Sorry, but I love you. Also, I love you. Uh, <laughs> sorry, my love. Um, and then Twist, the sexy Soji clone, opens the door to his cell and is like, I think I'm going to use you. I think uh, I think you're pretty useful, uh, so I'm gonna let you go. And before I let you go, you're gonna stab my friend in the eye <laughs> with her bird pendant. And we have Brent Spiner going, "Oh, her beautiful golden eye! Oh yeah. God, it was so beautiful!" And it's like, God, stop fucking these robots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are just kind of random scenes between different characters. There's uh, a scene that uh, I liked. I no, I liked it. Between Rafi and Picard, where mm. Rafi, though oh, yeah, it's odd, it's uh, Rafi is uh, saying like, "I know what you said, but I don't give a shit. Um, thank you for everything you've done for me." Which that I have an issue with, because wasn't their whole deal that he's done shit for her? He's done shit for her and ruined her life. It ruined her life anyway. Getting beyond that, she says, "I love you, JL," and he says, "Like, I can't. I can't." And then there's a beat, and he starts to walk away, and he says, I love you. And then they hug. It was nice. It was nice. Uh, did you cry? And Cruz- I did cry. I cried multiple times. Uh, so, But before Soji goes to visit Narek's cell, and we think one thing is going to happen, because she goes to Picard and says, how do you feel about what Dr. Girardi did? Like, do you feel that violence was justified? And he gives a whole Picardi speech about how, like, if you think violence is justified, you better, like consider the implications of how you're thinking and feeling before you go with that and she goes but what if violence is justified smash cut to her going to Narek cell and almost killing him and then being like no fuck you your dick's small I don't like you <laughs> and leaving uh, I really hung so up on she, that Frank yeah I think it, he, she definitely implied it right like I'm a robot but you're, you've got a small penis <laughs> uh, okay, okay I, I guess yeah. <laughs> um so we are learning anyway. a lot about your sexuality this episode yeah. you, just, you like you like uh, gold skin and big dogs <laughs> uh, and, anyway so uh Narek kills the one lady sticks the fucking bird pendant right in her eye and he uh gets away we see a shot of him running away and they sort of convene all of the synthetics together and sexy uh, uh, Soji says hey man fucking the Federation of Planets is at this point fundamentally indistinct from the Romulans because weren't they the ones who ordered the destruction of uh, uh, the synthetics in the first place like didn't they institute the ban and also didn't the Ibn Majid where fucking Rios's uh, best pal 
uh, killed uh, two of our people. Like, wasn't that the Federation too? So, like, fuck the Federation. I don't want their help, even though we just saw Picard asking for their help and not getting through. Um, so she's like, we are better than they are. It's time for synthetics to rise up, baby. It's time to take over. We're going to fucking fuck their whole shit up, and the whole galaxy's going to be ours. Uh, and so they move to imprison all of the organic life forms, uh, especially uh, even though Dr. Gerardi's like, yeah, I volunteered to uh, imprison myself because now that I'm uh, not a murderer no more, I love robots more than I love humans, is her arc. Um and then we cut to just outside the planet. Commandant O, the person we thought was a Starfleet officer, is on the deck of a giant uh, Romulan uh, bird of prey. And she's like, all right, let's go fuck these fucking robots up. And you see the entire Romulan fleet. And then it cuts to black. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I, yeah. I liked it. I like how do we feel about the turn? for sexy soji clones and the synthetics um i i don't know i don't uh, my real answer is i don't know yet because this was such a first part of a episode and we haven't seen this character before uh but I was, i don't i don't know what i was hoping for we'll we'll see in the next episode but um what so and no go ahead uh and what this may be set up uh but this uh this series up till now didn't do too good of a job connecting all this was sort of the ultimate showdown between sort of the cynical uh behavior of various parties in the uh you know post romulus uh galaxy and picard's uh, idealism and it uh, uh, the stakes are you know really high now because they're trying to decide if they want to text that alien race of robots to come and you know kill all organic life in the whole Milky Way galaxy uh, yep. and Picard's message of coexistence and uh, trust and all that and he gets you know carted off on house arrest um, you know until the other robots can come and uh, kill him um, and it's sort of it's sort of the culmination of sort of the cynicism and selfishness of various parties, sort of the uh, falling apart of the grand pluralistic ideals of the Federation, uh, and those ideals as represented by Picard, which we've been shown throughout the season are regarded as uh, obsolescent, naive, and quaint. Uh, and he's he's carted off, uh, so. It, at the moment, seems like the robots are going to call their friends. The Romulans are going to come try to kill the robots, uh, and uh, everyone's going to die. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think um, I have one theory, and let me know if this is uh, uh, you guys agree that the greater synthetic intelligence that they are saying is far beyond the stars. It's the Borg, right? I, that's what I assumed. Um, but at this point, is that going to be a satisfying turn? Because it did, it did build it up like it's going to be this, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but that's what I assume. I mean, it would have to be. The Borg have to show up. You know what I mean? 
Because if it's not the Borg, then it's fucking Whoopi Goldberg or something. And oh man, her her people are are robots. Who know? Yeah. Wouldn't that be weird? Or it's Q. Why can't Picard just go to his room and go? I know you have meddled in my affairs throughout my life. Q, end this farce. End this mockery. If you want me to say I need you, I am saying it. I need you. If you want me to say I'm scared, I am scared. End this Q. And then he goes. I would love that so much. Tom is quoting uh, from memory the episode uh, from season two, Q Who, where Q introduces the Borg to uh, the show. Yeah, I knew that shit too. (laughs) Um, Um, But I I think the solution, uh, the answer to that is like, yeah, John Delancey was just kind of doing TV commercials or something. We haven't really been able to get a hold of him. So we're, we're entering into the season finale. And season finale is the operative word there, uh, yes. because it's already been renewed for season two. And Whoopi which, Goldberg's going to be in it. And Whoopi Goldberg's going to be in uh, season two. Sure. Are 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 we? Will season two be a different story, or are we going to be left on a disappointing cliffhanger mm. at the end of this ep- episode? Wouldn't up? it be great if it opened up into a whole new thing? You know. Because uh, that, that's one thing about Star Trek, that despite everybody's fabulous technology, all of this occurs within the confines of the Milky Way galaxy. Uh, how fabulous would it be if, uh, uh, you know, through interacting with this uber, uber machine race, uh, they open up the entire universe. Um, uh, it would be great if it expanded scopes. That would be fantastic. But I, I don't know. Will it be a different story? Uh, one I thing love- I, I want to bring up as an uber nerd, uh, one of my favorite story arcs in all of Star Trek is that, uh, I forget what season it's in, it's it's a later season, uh, but uh, this show deals with a supposedly ancient stellar constellation that contains the admonition from a supposedly, you know, hundreds of thousands year old uh, race or people or something that uh, set up the admonition uh, and then there's these greater than thou species of space robots out beyond the confines of the Milky Way. Uh, But there's another arc in Star Trek that unifies all of the organic life in in the galaxy. Uh, I think it was a multi-episode arc where they find strands of DNA on various star systems Mm. and it's revealed that all of the humanoid life because they're lazy and they didn't want to have weird looking aliens uh, all of the humanoid life are explained by an ancient uh, species of humanoid anthropomorphic beings who had a galactic civilization you know millions of years ago and they seeded their DNA and all of the primordial oozes throughout the galaxy that would grow up to become the Klingons and Romulans and humans and so on uh, so, you know, I don't know what the time scale is here, but were these two interacting, you know? And what about that space baby that Picard uh, killed its mom and then cut it out of the womb, you know? <laughs> uh, uh, they for have to a be second, friendly to Picard. And what about Dr. Moriarty, you know? He's got to be pretty sympathetic. <laughs> is, it, is it Moriarty? Oh, if they bring out synthetic uh, hologram Moriarty, <laughs> and do what it, a- you fucking cowards. What? <laughs> well, we lost you. 
No, I think he was just uh, shocked. Um, and 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 what about that time that uh, what about the the nanites that became a civilization that they released into space? And what about the time that uh, the, the enterprise developed an emergent consciousness and they made a baby out of the replicator and that flew out into space? I'm saying and humanity's about, got and a lot what, of friends. And what about the germs that Lisa um, grew in a petri dish? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, what about the Ray Wise civilization? That all worships Picard. <laughs> the Picard. Yeah. And, and what about that sad old man who is living in a hologram with his dead wife on the uh, destroyed planet? He seemed to be all powerful. That's saying, true. He, and what he about the Lord Jesus Christ? <laughs> uh, to, to answer your question, Justin, uh, rather than silly hypotheticals, uh, I actually do think it's going to be a new story. Uh, I think that they seem to be tying this up with a bow. At least I hope mm. so. Um, and that whatever is coming next with Whoopi Goldberg, my prediction is that John Delancey and or uh, Michael Dorn will be involved because you can't not do it. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I hope so. And that uh, it'll move on to something else. Hopefully something a little less serialized. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are they going to do about that- uh, space Alzheimer's, though? See, that that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe it's the quest to save Picard. Yeah, or he just gets a magical cure in the next episode via like reconnecting with the board collective or something. Oh, mm-hmm. I I did I also did have the thought that um the um the synthetic golem that uh um pervert Brent Spiner is putting himself in. Yes, yeah, so that's that's like a a, a dangling uh issue there of uh who it could be and I thought Maybe it's Picard? Could be. We also did have another ex-Borgo. Hey, Locutus! <laughs> yes. <laughs> what you doing over here? Uh, so I could picture a cool moment being him connecting with the collective and going, I am Locutus of Borg, and I don't mm. have space Alzheimer's anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so do we want to give our final thoughts on this episode? Yeah. Justin? Um, I thought there was a lot of... Uh, a lot of cool stuff in it. The opening um, space battle looked awesome. Yeah. Um, all of the new synthetics are uh, super hot. Yeah. Um, I see why Brent Spiner wants to fuck him. Yeah. Um, we saw Spot 2. Oh, the synthetic you. Spot cat. 2, the synthetic cat. Mm-hmm. Very cute. <laughs> um, and there was a lot of... Um, uh, set up in this episode but it didn't feel uh inorganic uh pun intended <laughs> engage no. um no <laughs> um, um but that being said this is the first part of a two-parter um so th- there are no conclusions in it. it it doesn't work as a single episode uh, but I like what it's setting up, so I'll give it a, a B minus, a, a, a B, a solid B. Uh, I had a lot of fun with this episode. It felt like the prestige TV rhythms that this show had struggled to nail for much of its run uh, clicked. It felt very like HBO Game of Thronesy. Yeah, 
like prestige television-y in the beats that it was hitting, which for me is that if the show's gonna do it and it seemed determined to do it, then do it correctly. And yeah. like if it's not gonna be TNG, then just do another thing correctly. And this time it felt like it was doing that thing correctly. Uh, I have as many questions about where it's leaving off as you guys do, and I have a feeling that I'm not going to be 100% satisfied with the conclusions. Um, yeah. But for the most part, uh, I think it'll be pretty fun. Uh, I think it was pretty fun, uh, and I give it a B plus. Uh, yeah, uh, it's hard. This episode moved as fast and as with as much consequence as most prestige shows do for like seasons at a time uh but this one was just a whirlwind you just got swept up in it uh you know there wasn't much goofy wasted bullshit time there were no hologram ads or uh 17 rios <laughs> we didn't we didn't have yeah. to meet uh, uh kiwi rios <laughs> no uh, we should have though yeah. Um, hey, good eye, mate. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, um, you know, it's moving pretty. It's hurtling pretty quickly toward this showdown situation. Uh, you know, all the synthetics have turned on Picard, and it's complicated because the Romulans want to kill the synthetics, and it's just gonna be a mess. And we we saw clips in the next episode, and there was a lot of like space battling. Um, so that will be, uh, fun, I guess. Um, again, you know, it's like, I think of the matrix. I think of, uh, I'm sure it's in most Marvel movies. I'm sure it was in, you know, the final star Wars movie that I'll never watch. Sort of like, what's it going to be? What's the culmination? I propose that we watch the shitty last star Wars movie for a bad lads (laughs) because it, fucking sucked and it'd be very fun to talk about how great would it be if the chubby baby face from the last matrix was the uh the big bad <laughs> oh yeah um but yeah so tom what do you give it uh i don't know <laughs> uh b <laughs> all right um so before we wrap up tom and justin <laughs> yes uh i i have something prepared since mm-hmm. it's the second to last episode of this season uh, I have a, a little bit of a reading series. Uh, so this is from a website called archive of our own dot org. Uh, it's a it's a short story of sorts. Uh, it is called a gift by user NB underscore Cecil. Uh, the summary is data ever the sadist gives Picard a very personal gift. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have a gift for you. Data places a drawstring pouch on the tabletop. Oh, thank you. Picard reaches for the pouch. You may not. <laughs> Justin, you have to stop Dom DeLuise laughing. <laughs> you may not wish to open it here. Data indicates the crowded area of 10 forward. I suggest you take it to the restroom. You will know what I wish you to do with it when you see what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Picard fingers the pouch curiously. <laughs> oh, that's not a good sign. Be- uh, feeling two items inside, one cylindrical, the other sort of cone shape, widening into a flare at one end. How intriguing. 
he says as he <laughs> uh, star- stands and heads for the bathroom. Locking the stall door, Picard <laughs> leaves. <laughs> I, I, I love this bit of world building in this in this yeah. fan fiction. We finally get to see the bathrooms. The bathrooms. <laughs> we never see the bathrooms. Uh, Picard leans against the defining wall between his cubicle and the next and dips a hand into the pouch. Something soft yet firm meets his fingers. He pulls it out. A black silicone butt plug sits in his palm. <laughs> he examines it, sighing. It's just bigger than he is ordinarily comfortable with. It is clear now what Data wants him to do. He fishes out the bag again and draws out a small bottle of lube. <laughs> Gripping the butt plug in one hand. <laughs> let me let me say before before you continue. Do you yes. think that they have had a previous sexual relationship or is yes. this out of the blue? No, I think this is a pre- sign of a previous sexual relationship. <laughs> okay. Uh, gripping the butt plug in one hand, Picard has just begun fingering himself when he hears the bathroom door bang open and Worf's unmistakable heavy footsteps on the tiles. Please just pee quickly and leave, Picard thinks. Thankfully, the Klingon does, pausing to wash his hands and briefly examine his face in the mirror on the way out. Uh, that's about as much as I'll read because it gets worse from there. Oh, God. Yeah. Is there important information <laughs> uh, for the next episode? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yes, there is. Uh, because Worf does pee quickly and leaves, and then Picard uh, turns his attention to the other items in the bag. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that's our episode, folks. <laughs> that's our episode. <laughs> uh, Justin, do you want to run the social deeds in case anybody's not too disgusted? Um, you can follow us on uh, comment, uh, contact us, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Gmail, Plaid Lads Pod on all of them. Rate us five stars on iTunes and all the things. Uh, leave us a review. Send us a message. We're bored out here. It's we're all quarantined. You've got nothing else to do. You got no excuses anymore, Judy. <laughs> Literally, no one can leave the house. What are you gonna do? Except read that erotic fiction. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. All right, boys. All right. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Engage. Now, Justin, I'm going to pass you this pouch. <laughs> <laughs> Engage. <laughs> <laughs>